What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Bonilla Roundup. I'm your host, Marco Bonilla. And I'm your co-host, Boom. On today's episode of the Bonilla Roundup, we have a very special guest that is very close and near to our hearts. He goes by the name Rels, Terrell, uh, my brother. Why don't you introduce yourself to the to the to the crowd? What's up, everybody? You know, it's Terrell, or my nickname Rels. Most of my friends call me Rels. You know, I'm glad to be on the Bonilla Roundup. Finally. Yeah, yeah long I'm, overdue, definitely. Uh, I'm definitely ready to talk Colts. I feel like this this might be it to all the Colts listeners out there. This right. might be it. So to our 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 viewers that have been listening for a while, when we talk about Rels, this is our this is who we've been talking about for the Colts slander and all that stuff. Always got to throw it in there. So, but um, boom, what's up, bro? What's going on? I know, doing? long time no see. Glad to be back. It's I'm, been a minute. I'm sorry, guys. You know, we haven't had an episode in a while. We tried to get a draft episode going, but we couldn't. Uh, Line up our schedules, so now yeah. we're going to talk about a little bit of that today and got some other stuff, so hopefully we have some fun, and I'm eager. Yeah, well, you've been coaching a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, baseball team, we got a state tournament game tomorrow. We're finished 10-10 and 10 on the season, first over 500 year in like six years, so hopefully we can get a win tomorrow. We got our ace going, so right. I'm feeling confident. But What you been up to? You've been doing track, right? Yeah, you know, coaching a track team. I have a student that's going to the States on Thursday, so we'll be getting into that. A lot of practice tomorrow to get ready for that. All right, that's what's up. Well, on today's episode, we are definitely going to be talking about the Giants draft and how they made out, what our reactions were. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about um, the Celtics and Warriors. The NBA Finals is coming down to the last two teams left. And also, we are going to preview the New York Rangers Game 7 tonight against the, um, who they play? Why am I drawing a blank? Hurricane? Hurricanes. Oh, my gosh. Also, we have a new segment we're trying out. It's called Make or Break. Um, so, we'll definitely talk a little bit more about that as the episode goes on. But uh, is there anything else you guys want to add before we get going? No, let's no? dive right into it. All right. So... Giants draft week. They go out and get our boy, Kayvon Thibodeau. Big week, honestly. Best, Edge rusher from Oregon. Best possible draft outcome that we could have had, honestly, happened on the first night of the draft. I feel like getting the edge rusher first was big. I was surprised. That's something that the old Giants regime probably wouldn't have done. They no. probably would have just drafted the old lineman because they had him best available or maybe not but uh-huh. i love the way that evan neal felt to us at seven he was also in my opinion the best o-lineman in the draft so i feel like we hit it we hit it out of the park on this one and especially day one. First two picks yeah they're gonna be guys that are gonna be on this team for a long time automatic impact players on both sides of the ball so what do you think rose what you thought of Kayvon Thibodeau? i don't know man i mean it's the game of football so anything could happen but hopefully he makes that impact that the Giants need, and I can't wait to see him versus the Colts. Oh, yeah. Speaking yes. of that, we all are headed to that game on New Year's Day, January 1st. So we will definitely be doing a podcast before and after the game about that game and leading up to it. So definitely exciting stuff. But, uh, 
Yeah, back to the draft. Evan Neal, I thought, really big pickup for the Giants. Really big need. Um, can't say enough good things about Kayvon Thibodeau. And then Wandell Robinson, I think he's a sleeper there. I saw some videos of Daniel Jones and him throwing some passes. I know it's only practice, but he looks good, bro. Yeah, I mean, he seems like from his scouting report that he's like a human joystick where he can stop and go at, at any point. So it's, that's good to have. I feel like the biggest reason the Giants drafted him is we were kind of like an ancient offense in as far as motion. I was looking at the statistics. I think they only run motion 7% of the time or something low, yeah. opposed to the rest of the league, which is over 30%. So I feel like this year you're going to see a lot of changes in the style of offense. I feel like it's going to be a lot like Buffalo, who was around like the 44%. Uh-huh. of the snaps running motion so i think you're gonna you're gonna use uh Kadarius tony and wandell robinson and they're gonna be in motion a lot and hopefully kenny galladay can have a bounce back year i feel like he played terrible last year didn't score a touchdown for all that money that's so bad yeah that was that was tough pill to swallow but i'm hoping with the new additions on the o-line as well you get evan neal you get the starting right guard from the Colts, and you get the oh, starting man. center from the Buffalo Bills. So you added three right. pieces right there. So The O-line's you, definitely better. On paper, it's year. better. So yeah. let's see how it meshes, and let's see. I'm hoping that Daniel Jones takes a step up as a whole. I feel like they went heavy on offense. They went three offensive linemen. They got two from North Carolina. Both guard kind of tackle can play either positions. Yeah. Then they drafted a tight end as well as a wide receiver. So and that tight end, he's a big boy. Yeah, so I he's feel like big they gave Daniel Jones some weapons. And the defense, honestly, last year wasn't bad. I feel like all we really needed was a pass rusher and maybe another kind of corner, especially I now mean, that we lost Bradbury to uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, which kind of hurts, honestly. I can't lie. I think that's a great fit for him. So it's going to suck to see him twice a year, but it is what it is. Yeah, you know, they had to let him go, though. He was getting paid a lot oh, of money. Had, yeah, cap space reasons. You know? but um, I like the pick a lot, though, with Wondell Robinson. It's interesting. I wasn't sure how it was going to work with Kadarius Tony and him, but it seems like they have a scheme fit for that for him. And I'm excited for the new coordinators the Giants have. I like Wink, the defensive coordinator, a lot. I think he is going to use Kayvon Thibodeau a lot to the right, right ways. But uh, – other than that, we'll see. These are just draft picks, so they got to come on the field and actually play. Yeah, on paper can be what it is, but until you go onto the field and perform, then that's when we'll really be able to tell. So on yeah. paper, um, I think the Giants smashed the draft a as a plus, whole out as, of the park. As I would say. They got a nice corner from LSU, Cordell Flott. I think he's going to end up being a, a pretty good third corner, at least his first first year. And they Dane got, Belton, too. Yeah, this I kid heard, right here. He's pretty good. From Iowa. Yeah. Yeah, they needed a safety. They let Jabril Peppers go to the Patriots, so that'll, that'll hurt a little bit. I mean, he did get hurt, so I guess we're already used to not having him. Yeah. So, But, you know, this is a whole new team. New manager, new stuff. Like, this yeah. is Daniel Jones' last year to, to prove to everyone if he's the guy or not. And uh, time will tell. Giants have one of the easiest schedules this year. The schedule came out. They play a lot of teams that were below 500 last year. Um, there's definitely some winnable games, but they're also going to be tested with some good teams, especially one against the Colts, who are looking they to suck. finally make it to the to the Super Bowl. Last time we played, I believe the Colts won, <laughs> and we held Saquon 
to like single digit rushing, if not very low double digits. So yeah, I don't remember. It's in the past though. It I is. It is. I blocked bad memories out of my yeah, brain. Yeah, so. which is fine. And I'm all about the future. So I'm looking forward to going to this game and seeing history repeat itself. Maybe, mm, maybe we'll a little see. worse. Maybe a little worse. So you hope. You sure do we, hope. We might have now to this gonna be a long car ride home back from Jersey. That's for sure. Right. So, Terrell, what did you think of the Colts draft? Um, I know they didn't have a first-round pick, and they kind of didn't have too many picks, but they had a pretty good pick that they had in the second round. What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so Alex Pierce, I did some research, and he's a big guy, he, so he compliments Pittman very well, and he had a very good draft workout, so I see why the Colts went and got him, and it seems like he's meshing well with the team and watching interviews that everybody just talk about him they say he he fits in very well so i can't wait to see what he puts out there for us and a positive for you guys with the Colts, i feel like is matt ryan has a proven track record to play well with big receivers like he's had julio jones tony gonzalez like a lot of bigger guys calvin ridley's like six two so even roddy white was like six three so a lot of his receivers He's used to having our big targets, yeah. so I feel like that plays well into how Matt Ryan likes to throw the ball. So I mean, the Colts, like, they have a way better quarterback, I think, than last year. For sure. Wentz, you know, he was good, but he was coming off of, like, a, a down year, and I think he was hurt. So Matt Ryan, even though he's old, he knows how to get the job yeah, done. Yeah, he definitely he, could be that. Captain that general that if anything you're hoping he's like a Peyton Manning for the Broncos that you have your good defense and he just does just enough and you get over the hump because I feel like your defense is good enough to win yeah so yeah and we're doing listen we have the we have uh Jelani Woods as well which is a good compliment to our tight end situation seeing as Jack Doyle retired and Mo Alley's back but Jelani's a big guy that could catch the ball very well in the red zone which we which we needed really because we didn't really have that many we missed a lot of red zone opportunities i feel like though the big difference this year will be matt ryan i feel like you'll see that you guys will score those he's a veteran to me carson wentz is a bum since he's got hurt he was good that first year for the eagles and ever since then he was bad so i feel like it'll be a big difference there you're going to have to respect the play action a lot more yeah. with the Colts because of Matt Ryan and what he can do with the football. So I think overall, like I told you in our group chat, that you guys are, in my opinion, a legit Super Bowl on the fringe contender. Yeah, I don't think I you'll win wait. it, but I listen. think I wouldn't be listen, surprised listen. if something like that happened. This is just early predictions, hopefully. Yeah. Matt, Matt Ryan has Jonathan Taylor to hand the ball off to. Yeah. He's going to do that probably 25 to 30 snaps a game. And, and he's going to have slogan. to make some he's going to have to make some passes because teams are going to do their best to stop Taylor, right? And make Ryan beat them, but yeah, yeah, he don't get, have to worry as much as he has had in the past. He has a good running back who knows how to get them yards and points. So, and last year you you really didn't even have Quentin Nelson all year, so you'll probably get him back all year, which he's the best guard in football. So that's obviously going to help as well. But the key will be health, man. Health is wealth in the exactly. NFL. So we'll see exactly. how it goes. It always looks good on paper, and then shit happens and things get weird. Yeah, so, so we'll we see. Gotta, we got to get to that point. I can't wait for January 1st to go to this game, even though it's ways away. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, and it Hopefully, could possibly be a, a deciding factor on both sides, so we'll see. Probably a deciding factor for the Hopefully Colts. Hopefully it's not Giants, cold. 
that's it's my gonna one be thing. cold one what are you talking about it's gonna be january yeah we'll see you're gonna have to have a little buzz a on little you buzz, while we're buzz. watching the game yeah. <laughs> so all right well that's enough talk about the draft um i thought the giants killed it like we said otas are in progress right now training camp's coming up in a couple of weeks so We'll see what this team looks like on paper and in practice. But ultimately, when the games start in September, that's when it matters. So definitely excited to see which which way they're headed. But uh, moving on to our new and new segment that we're introducing. It's called Make or Break. So wh- what we're trying to do is just highlight some players. It can be any players in all of sports. But for now, we're just going to focus on the NFL. But players that are on the fringe of losing their job, losing their – or getting out of the career – Something along those lines. With that being said, we picked four, um, three players and one team to talk about that are in a make-or-break year for them. So with that being said, we're going to start with our man, Daniel Danny Dime Jones. <laughs> um, is he in a make-or-break season? Oh, can I go first? Absolutely. Yeah, go I feel like he's obviously shown that he hasn't been a good quarterback so far. I mean, he's showed flashes but he's shown flashes of him being terrible as well so i feel like it's definitely a make or break gear um i think the giants will know real early on whether he's the starter or not and i wouldn't be surprised if they know he's not they go to tyrod taylor i mean it depends on what they want to get out of the season if they want to show improvement or if they're willing to be bad again and get another top five pick potentially maybe ride daniel jones out the whole year uh, I feel like that's the reason they signed Tyrod is because they know that this is a make-or-break year for Daniel Jones. So I think that as long as all the pieces uh, line up and match together well, I think he will do okay this year. I feel like I hope that he doesn't do too good because I don't want him to get overpaid. But I also, if he's going to – if we're going to keep him, I want him to show improvement. So it's a tough – Oh, for sure. It's a tough I, place to be in. I, I agree that it's a make or break year for him, but as far as getting getting paid, I don't think if he was to have a good year, he's gonna get a mega deal. He's probably gonna get something to show it again and again until he's proven. Cause he's been in the league how many years now? Almost four or this is number five. Right. So it's like he's no, had four. he's had a bunch of chances, but then again, the Giants haven't really set him up with the best players, but um. I think he's in a make or break year as well, and it's it, time will tell. I think the team's gonna have a short lease with him on. I do too. If they start off zero and four, and he has a lot to do with it, he's on the bench right away. I wouldn't be mad at it. So. Yeah, I'm gonna go break. I mean, break. Okay. Yeah, he, he does have that neck injury, and I feel like everybody yeah. can't bounce back like Peyton. So. And especially with his style of play, it's not like Peyton's Daniel needs to run. That's what he no, does. No, he, he's that so. best when he can run, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Exactly. So, if they start off bad, he's definitely out of there. Yeah. I I don't really have much more to say on. Yeah. It it it's all on him this year. So we'll see. Right. Um, moving on to the next player, Sam Darnold, and um, the quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. What do you think his situation is looking like? Will the Carolina give him another year, or is this it if he's done? I mean, they did draft that quarterback, right? Who did they draft? Um, Willis? Did they draft Willis? No, he went to the t- Titans. They drafted – I don't think they drafted anyone. No, so because, I mean – Because um, the guy from Pittsburgh went to the Steelers, then – the guy, Desmond Ritter, went to Atlanta. 
Yeah. And okay. then Malik Willis went to Tennessee. Those were the big three names. And Carolina didn't jump on any of those three. So maybe they trade for, like, uh, Baker Mayfield at some point. I don't think, like, Daniel Jones. I think Sam Darnold won't be the starter by midseason. I feel like he's bad, and he's proven that he's bad. So I feel like they'll see that very quickly and make a, the necessary change. Yeah. Sam Darnold definitely could be a good just backup quarterback That's if it, your though. main gets so injured. I'm thinking that he is going to have a good year this year. And he's he's gonna have a, a solid overall year with the team because they went and drafted one of the best tackles in the game, and I know that's only one guy, but he's gonna help out Sam Darnold a lot. And I know Sam Darnold does make some dumb decisions, but if Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy, that's big if. dangerous. Big that, if, baby. That is a big if. Cause uh, it is, but there's a lot of players like that around the league that if they were healthy, this Barkley. team would be better, right? Barkley. So, I think Sam Donald's in for a, a bigger year. I think this is his last year for sure if he doesn't do it. But um, he's gotta he's gotta figure it out because Carolina's putting all the trust in him and giving him all the weapons that that he could possibly need. Um, but moving on to the next guy, Jameis Winston is he in a make or break year for the for the New Orleans Saints at quarterback? I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no because he's coming off of terrible injury so i feel like he's gonna have some leniency obviously he's gonna have to get back into football shape and everything i mean he's the day he one might starter right is he the day one starter for the i'm not sure is, is he gonna be healthy if i don't know yes yeah so if he's healthy yeah but i mean i feel like they will be lenient and i mean that kind of injury sucks so i feel like especially at quarterback but We'll see. He got his eyes fixed before that happened, so I was expecting big things from him this year. So, Yo, you cracked well, me up well, the eye fix. Bro, he got LASIK, bro. He could see <laughs> now. He, could, he couldn't he see before, balling. bro. So James now. James Winston would throw 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions. Yeah, he couldn't see, bro. Everything was, see. Everything is fucking, everything's and blurry, bro. Right now is Andy Dalton. Yeah. yeah. Get him out of here. So, I don't, yeah, I don't think it's a make or break for him. I think that even if he doesn't succeed here, he might get a shot somewhere else just because he's, I don't think he's 30 yet, and... I mean, he's proven that he can throw for 30-plus touchdowns. If he can cut the turnovers down in the right system, I think he can be a middle-of-the-pack quarterback, like a yeah. 10 to 15, you know what I'm saying? So their division, i say Jameis Winston is in, is, is a, it's a, the Bucks. Also, the hold Bucks on. To lose. Hold on. Actually, speaking of the Saints, though, Drew Brees is actually contemplating coming out of a, coming out of retirement. So if that happens, obviously he will be on the Saints again yeah. and that changes everything in that division and for Jameis Winston cuz Drew Brees probably starts no matter yeah. what coming back. So But that's not a bad situation for Jameis cuz they'll still keep him and he'll be able to rehab even longer to get yeah. stronger so. I agree. Maybe. Yeah. I I mean I I think it's it's not a uh, make or break year for him as well. Um, he, like you said, he's coming off that big injury, and I don't think the expectations for the Saints are as high as, as, as I have them at because they, although they have a pretty decent team, they had some big injuries, and I think there's some question marks on that offense w- with like guys like Michael Thomas. Um, so it should be interesting to see what happens with Jameis Winston, but like I said, the, he's in a division with Tampa Bay should win it, but can't sleep on the Saints. I don't think Atlanta will make any noise or the um, I forgot the other team in there, but uh anyways, moving on to our last um team. We're going to talk about the Colts. So they is it a make or break year for the Colts to make the playoffs? And more specifically, 
if that if the Colts don't make the playoffs, is the head coach Frank Wright, whatever his name is, is he fired? So is it a so the question is make or break for the coach, right? Because yeah, I mean it's coach, it's hard. Team, yeah, the the team is too broad. Um, yeah, there, there's there's a lot of players on that team, obviously, that are going to be there for a while. But more specifically, is the coach in for a make or break year if the Colts don't make the playoffs? I don't think so this year, just because like he's doing the right things and he's showing progress and he's showing leadership. Like the players like him. Um, and everything that's going on right now, especially like with the Kenny Moore situation on how he wants to be paid more, which he deserves, but that's like over his head. So like things that may occur during the season, like injuries and stuff, that may end up playing a factor. So I, I feel like he's doing the right thing. So no, it's not a make or break for him, but it is a make or break for the Colts to make the playoffs for the fans. Because we're putting uh, all our okay. eggs in one basket, and we got to see something. We yeah, can't fail again. You, so you as a fan, you're just like, you're tired of watching it the the same years it's been. Like, you have the team, but you just haven't been able to get over the hump. Yeah, losing yeah, okay. to the Jaguars last week hurt. Oh, that so, was tough. So my, my point of view on it is it just depends on how the season goes i think if you make the playoffs or if you win the division obviously his job is safe yeah. i don't think it's a super bowl or bus year by any means i do think if you underperform and you don't make the playoffs i do think he's, he gets he's fired canned. he's canned. yeah i think that cuz with that he's roster and yeah. that and yeah. that getting at and matt ryan and him already kind of underachieving recently like i mean you guys have had pretty decent rosters the last couple years and obviously like to me i think you guys are better than the titans are but for some reason they always beat you whenever they when it matters so i feel like it just really depends on if you don't shit the bed as long as they don't shit the bed the coach will be safe come yeah. out strong this year for real they have okay. to at least make the wild card play-in game which gives well, you know what i'm saying they can't not make that this year here's the way i see it it is a make or break year i think for the coach because if they don't make the playoffs he's gonna he's gonna get fired but you do play the nfc east four times this year and that is most likely going to be four wins right there because everyone in the nfc is east is pretty bad but i think that the Colts will make the playoffs because the way they lost last year put a bitter taste in that team's mouth. The way that they lost, they had no business losing to that team and they should have made the playoffs. But I think now they are in position to really make a run. And it's going to be hard because the AFC has gotten extremely better. For sure. And not even just the – like the Colts have gotten better, but the Bengals now are getting good. The Broncos have um, Russell. Russell Wilson. The Chargers are legit. Every team in the AFC West is legit. So it's definitely a harder conference, I'd say, to make the playoffs in. But I think the Colts will ultimately be one of those last teams remaining. Because you got to remember, too, like the Ravens didn't make the playoffs last year. And their team that, you know, with Lamar Jackson, they're going to try to make it as well. But um should be interesting to see what happens. I don't know. Terrell, what's, this, what's the strength of schedule for the Colts? Are they... They have an easy schedule, or I feel like we have a pretty decent schedule. I know we got the Broncos on there. We have Chiefs, Bills. Oh, like we okay. have big so name QBs. Some... We have Chargers. We got New England. That's always a battle. 
That's going to be a good yeah, game. I, we got a pretty tough schedule, if you ask me. But, but I feel like it's good to have, though, like playing good teams to kind of see where you are, where you stack up against them, instead of playing like bums all the time. You I know? think it is better to play them early, though. Yeah. yeah. You don't exactly. want to play those good teams. But it at is the end. spread out. Yeah. So you want to play those. You want to play those good teams early. That's why I'm happy with the Giants. But schedule. I did we, read we we are one of the least traveled teams this year. So oh, okay. that's always good. Yeah. But. Colts, I think, may, big thing for them is they got to take care in the division. They got to make sure they beat oh, up on yeah. the Titans, oh, yeah. beat up on the Texans, oh, yeah. and the Jaguars. Because the Titans are the biggest threat, and it seems like lately they've been battling like a lot with those two teams. So it should be interesting to see what happens, and definitely looking forward to the NFL season. Um, but that wraps up the make-or-break segment. Um, we'll definitely do that again with some other players, talk about maybe some MLB guys, NBA guys, even coaches. So moving on to our last segment, the NBA Finals is approaching. Game 1 is on Thursday night. Last night, Game 7 between the Celtics and Heat. The Celtics won um, a very close game that they almost blew at the end. The Miami Ugh. Heat should... Uh, not should, could have won the game and stole it. They were down 10 points with under a minute or about a minute and a half left and cut it to cut it to two. Jimmy Butler missed a three, um, and the Celtics move on for their first um, NF- NBA Finals since, I want to say, 2010 when they last won it. But um, they're going to play a Warriors team that is legit. They're looking to reclaim their throne. Clay Thompson, Stephen Curry, Draymond Green. Now they add a young boy in Jordan Poole. Andrew Wiggins is playing hot, and can't forget about their big man, Kevin Looney. I'm, I'm expecting this series to be a dogfight. Um, like I said, game one's on Thursday in, where is it, San Francisco. So, anyways, I'll open it up. Who you guys picking and, and why? Warriors in six, maybe even five. I think that Steph is going to show why he's arguably the best point guard ever. I think just their makeup of team with uh, Clay Thompson's been coming on hot lately, getting back to that old shooting ways. Jordan Poole, I mean, like you said, Wiggins right now is playing out of his mind. So as with all those guys hitting on the cylinders that they're hitting with right now, they're a hard team to stop. But if anyone's built to beat them, it's kind of Boston. They're number one de- uh, they are. perimeter defensive team in the uh, NBA. So I feel like it will be a good series. I think that uh, obviously the series doesn't really start until an away team steals a game. So I feel like if yep. the Warriors can hold the home court and the Celtics can do the same, it'll probably end up going six or seven. But if one of these Warriors teams – in five, huh? I said six. six. I said six, maybe five. I said six. So six is my official decision. I don't think – I think they lose in Boston. All those fans going to be boo-hooing. And, uh, yeah, I think the Warriors just got it, man. They're going to – it's going to hurt KD's legacy a little bit, getting another title without him. You know, just proves that that they never needed him in the first place. So – that's but a whole think, different discussion. I think that was already proven, though. I don't know about that. They, they went seventy-three and nine the year before without but, them. But they lost the NBA championship that year, so okay. I we'll get see. It. We'll see. All right, Terrell, who who you got? I got Warriors in six, but if it does oh. go to a game seven, I might have to edge it to the Celtics just because they just every series been a dogfight for them so a game seven for them is just another walk in the park they so. tired though they sleepy hey, hey but they battling they got something they young they they showing yeah but i feel like 
the defense definitely is going to play a part if it does go 2-6. So hopefully the defense could continue to show up. But I feel like Steph and them shooters, boy. It's going to be a sight to be, see. Is it going to be too much for the Celtics to handle, those shooters? I it think might it is. be. And, and Steve Kerr and the Warriors just aren't afraid to play zone. You see they got Luka in them mad because they wouldn't play 1v1 ball. Like, hey, it's a team game and they're trying to win. They're going to do what they need to do. So yeah. we'll see. Honestly, I don't I don't know. I I think Make I'm, them Celtics I'm, shoot. I'm gonna go Warriors in seven. Um I think okay, I think it's gonna sweep. be a battle. Um I like the Celtics defense. I think they're gonna really do a good job of making the, the Warriors like use all of their guys. Like it's I don't think you're gonna see a consistent every game Stephen Curry dropping forty. I think I think he's gonna he's gonna dish it a lot. Wiggins is gonna have to step up. And same with Clay Thompson. But I don't know. I just think the Celtics aren't going to go out without a fight. Even though they're banged up and they haven't been here in a while. I'm giving really I'm giving the edge to the to the Warriors because they've been here before. This is the Celtics' first time with these young group. They might like, get swept. And Draymond's mental Who's game is crazy. Draymond's mental game, he'll get in some might head. They might get swept. If, no way. If, they, if the Warriors go up. the Celtics up, are going to go make it at least a Game seven. If the Warriors go up 2-0, they will win game three in Boston. Yeah, Celtics at least got it. They have to, the Boston has to win one game so, in these first two games. So, like, I think the way I'm seeing it is, like, it's going to be, like, a chalkboard. You're going to see the Warriors oh, win what? win their home games. The Celtics nah. are going to win their home games. Oh. And then the Warriors are going to win games five. Celtics will win game six. And then oh. Warriors win game seven at home. I just think that's personally what I'm feeling. I I just think it's gonna be one of those types of series. You where might it's have to place a bet on that. Maybe <laughs> Warriors win both games at home. For sure. I I'm not I'm not disagreeing with we'll that. We'll see. I don't know. I think Tatum's gonna have to step up tremendously. It'll, right. It'll be tough. It, it's experience versus up and coming youth. Let's see if this team. It reminds me a lot of the Thunder with KD and all those guys Russell when they Westbrook. were when they were real young so let's see if they can put it all together you know it's it's hard to win it especially against a team that's been there Listen, many times Marcus Smart's defensive player of the year you know he's going to go out there and ball out yeah but that's a bullshit award cuz fucking uh homeboy won it 3 years in a row and he ain't the best defensive player in the year Rudy Gobert, Gobert. yeah he won it 3 he years won it 3 years in a row Rudy, Rudy Gobert. Gobert did he won it like 2 or 3 years in a row and he definitely but wasn't statistically the... he probably had the better stats yeah, that's but, what they go on. Off of but who, you guys feel like every year he won it, Russell put him in the rim. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Those Russell stats be those stats be made up, voted Anyways, by voted by people I'm, like us. You what, know what I'm saying? What does that really mean? The mean? point I'm trying it to make is nothing. Marcus Smart is one of the best perimeter defenders in the game, and he's made it this far, right? He did a great job against Jimmy Butler. Not a, I mean, Jimmy Butler still balled out against him last series. Pick and pop. Pick, but it's pick gonna be and pop. I mean the the Celtics match up good against his team. Derek White, he's a good defender. Al Horford's gonna be a mismatch. Whoever plays him, he's bigger than Draymond Green. You know that. He's gonna be able to shoot the ball better and he'll be able to post him up. The def- deciding factor is gonna be the superstars for the Celtics. Can Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown step up and show that they can hang? Because you know, like I said, the experience of Clay Thompson, Stephen Curry, they're gonna go crazy. Yeah. And that's why I'm giving the Warriors the edge here. Yeah, fuck Grant. They're not going to win. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's a whole different story because Grant be talking crazy when yeah. they win it. But when they lose and he chirp, chirps, it's like you don't hear nothing coming yeah. out of him. They, so far, he's done got 
he he he's done had the last laugh. He has, and it's time for someone else to get the fucking last laugh. Yeah, <laughs> always gonna, with him. It ain't gonna be them. That's with for the sure. Patriots and oh they done gosh, whatever. The Red I don't Sox. Talk about them. Anyways, so those are our picks. We all like the Warriors. I mean, I think it's gonna be a great series. I just don't love that the games start at nine o'clock yeah. because I'm I'm probably not gonna be able to stay up and watch all these games. I'm gonna be asleep. I won't watch a single game. I will pretty <laughs> much guarantee it. <laughs> I'll definitely try to watch some of it because it's the final, so it's going to be really big. So, anyways, that wraps up our episode for today. Little, uh, little bit of a slow or shorter episode. Um, we'll definitely talk a little bit about the Yankees as well, guys. As um, the season goes on, they are one of the best teams right now in baseball. But it's early in the season; a lot is happening. Injuries are going on. Their pitching looks pretty good, but it's it's too early to say whether or not they're gonna really take it all but anyways before we go because i forgot about this new york rangers tonight against carolina hurricanes game seven eastern conference semifinals in carolina i'm super pumped i'm ready hope the rangers win um carolina's looking pretty good they haven't lost at home in the playoffs so odds are stacked against them but i believe in those guys and hopefully they can get it done because something to bring some sort of joy back to new york city right but uh, anything you guys want to say before we, we wrap this episode up? Uh, I hope they do it for you, bud. Uh, it was a fun time. For <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun time with Rel's here today. Yes, Terrell, thank you for, yeah. for coming along and being on this episode, bro. Yeah, I still Love. hate the Giants. I hope the Rangers lose. Defense yeah, wins championships, though, so we'll see. Hopefully, yes, they it get, does. Uh, hopefully, uh, especially in hockey. So hopefully, they I, get yeah, the fan. We'll I don't want to. I don't want to root for the Rangers and jinx them. So I'm just gonna stay neutral. So that's why I said I hope they do it for you um i will be watching though probably at least most of the game i'll and be in and out hopefully the goalie balls out like he's done all year and igor yeah, let's hopefully, go hopefully he proves that he's the next great young goalie and i know he's had an up and down playoff so far but all you can do is ride on the fact that he's been that guy all year and hopefully he's that guy when it matters the most today so we'll see facts thank you for having me bonia roundup i just want to give a quick shout out to ftb designs and clothing oh Yep. Soon. That's our newest sponsor right there, guys. So if you're looking for the latest apparel, please don't feel free to DM the Bonilla Roundup and we will send you along to the right people. But with that being said, that wraps up our episode today. Thank y'all for tuning in. Hope y'all have a lovely rest of your day, weekend, whatever whenever you listen to this. Uh we really appreciate it and love you guys. So we'll catch you guys next time on the next episode of the Bonilla Roundup.